All right, welcome to a very incredible, special edition of the Final Percent Podcast because I have a wonderful fellow coach and a fellow speaker that's going to be here in September. Katie Richardson is in the building. Greg, it's awesome to be in here. In the building. So excited to be I, with you. I, I, was, I've, I follow her on Instagram, and if you want to follow her on Instagram, it's, it's katie.live, correct? Live. Yeah, I yeah. do a lot of live video. Yeah, and yeah. she does a lot of coaching that I'm telling you, if you can tap in with her, you know, the little nuggets will legitimately change the entire trajectory of your life. Um, we've been, you know, quasi-friends for, I mean, what, probably five years yeah. maybe yeah we both met at the inner circle russell brunson's mastermind yes and uh you know we just hit it off she's got an incredible family and uh, i got to meet her and her husband at kind of the pre-event and i wish that more people got into the limelight and more people got into the accepted norm uh, showing what an awesome marriage looks like while you're doing business and life together. And I think that they, you know, you're the personification of that. Mm. And I just think it's so great. So, you know, a couple things, let's just dive in. What are some things that are exciting to you right now? Oh, super exciting. Things that are super exciting to me is really getting clear on what you specifically want in life. I mm. think too often I see people going after the life they see on Instagram or mm. maybe the life that their mom or their dad thought they needed to live. Mm-hmm. And I think what you want is ever evolving and constantly yes. changing. And so like what you wanted three years ago, it's like easy for you. It's done. I, I did <laughs> it now. And so it's, it's this constant loop of asking that question, you know, what do I want what do, and what defining want? it enough that it becomes actionable and then you can go create it. So, yeah. And I think, you know, watching those light bulbs get turned on in people as yeah. you know, we get you know, the crazy conversations that people like us get into, yeah. um, watching them go, Oh my gosh, I get it is one of the coolest presents that we get. Right. So what made you say, you know, one of the things I had someone ask me recently, they say, Greg, uh, I don't think I need a coach. And uh, I, I, you know, I gave them the normal spiel of, you know, when you're a kid, you have a coach. If you're like all the Olympians have coaches, professional baseball players, professional, you know, football players, they all have coaches, right? Yes. Um, You know, we all do this thing called life, but for whatever reason, we think that we're all experts at it. And so I'm saying, you know, I can help. And I'm not saying I'm the master or anything like that. Yeah. But they asked me a question that I love asking other coaches. Okay. And they said, no, I get why you need one. Why are you one? And so I want to ask you because you're such a high level coach Yes. and you do so many cool, you have incredible transformation stories. Why did you want to become a coach? Well, let's start out with the facts. I didn't want to become a high level coach. It found me and Mm. I was not pursuing it. I was a mother of four with a multi-million dollar international business. I had a 20,000 square foot warehouse. We were manufacturing my own products for my brand Pudge, shipping them all over the world. And like things were good. And we had created the American dream. And in a lot of ways I could have kept going down that road, Greg. And it was, there was still fun and excitement, but there were a lot of things about it that were still very predictable. Yeah. Okay. 
And somebody made us an offer on our company kind of unexpected. We were raising money to go to the next level and they said, Hey, love the company. Just want more of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I had been coaching people on the side just for fun. Cause I love it. Right. Yeah. It, it fills me up. It energizes me. It excites me to help. When you see that light bulb go off in somebody's head, yeah. I've never done drugs before, but I yeah. think that must be what people call a high. It's probably even better than <laughs> drugs watching I don't know. that happen. <laughs> like, it's just so exciting to me. And so I work from a studio in my backyard yeah. and I work from 10 till two and my husband and I swap. So he works in the morning and then after me and we've got four kids. And so we just have arranged our schedule this way. And so I go out in the studio, 10 till two, take coaching calls. And I come back in the house. And I'm just like, you guys, you're not going to believe this. Yes. I just, I love what it is that I do. So how did coaching find me? Yeah. Um, well, I sold my company and all of a sudden there like all the noise in my life was gone. Uh, it probably felt great. It felt great. And it was like, whoa, wait, what am I doing? Yeah. And I made this decision. Maybe I want to be a coach. And it's funny because oh, I'd been doing it. And then I started to do it. And I was like, then when it was like my full-time identity, it was like, oh, I, I suck at this. <laughs> I'm not good at this. What have I done? Did yeah. I just make the biggest mistake of my life selling the business that I was known for? That was a really cool brand that was getting me on the Ellen show and the Rachel Ray show and on the cover of entrepreneur magazine. Like what have I done? Yeah. And I kind of went through this identity crisis once selling the company and like all of a sudden hanging up my shingle, I'm a coach. It was yeah. just like, but are you? Yeah. And are you certified to do this? And yeah. what are your processes and your systems? And honestly, Greg, in the beginning, I just knew I could get on the phone with somebody and instinctively transform their life. I yes. could identify the very thing that was getting in their way. Mm -hmm. I'm very good at deconstructing mm -hmm. and I could, I could pull it apart, pull it apart. I'm a product designer yeah. and I understand creation yes. and you and I, as a coach, we're helping people create their life, yes. right? Create their life, their products, their business, their family, their relationships with God, their health, yeah. like it's all creation. Exactly. And right. as a product designer, I knew that from a really early age. Yeah. And then I was even, I got a degree in product design. So like I was very well educated and yeah. practiced and had a yes. lot of repetition in this. Yes. So someone could come to me and say, Hey, I want this thing, right? My dream. And it's not happening. And I was like, okay. And so I would just start talking to them and we could deconstruct it. And I started taking on clients also like not totally knowing what I was doing for them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yet over and over and over again, they were getting these wild results, Greg, yeah. and things that they weren't expecting and dreaming. And I was just telling you about a client who came to me, she had done $5,000 in her business. And within, um, just short of two years had done 1.5 million. She'll, she'll do 2 million this year. And, and she's happier than ever. Like the anxiety is down. Her health is better than ever. She, one of the big frustrations was just love and yeah. she couldn't find that companion. And I'm actually in Denver cause it was just at her wedding reception. She just, uh, it, it makes me cry. Like that's the ultimate, right? She's yeah. built an incredible business where she's helping people in their life and she's found the love of her life and she's like crazy happy and like them together, sky's the limit, like anything's possible. So, so why do I, why do I love what it is that I do and why coaching One, it lights me up? Mm. I have this heart of just really wanting to help people and what better way to help people than to help them create themselves. Right. Oh, wow. And, and really develop a strong, deep connection with God and bring their purpose into their business. Like to me, that's the ultimate.
Yeah. When you can align your purpose with your actions and what you're doing and bring those that you love along with you, your husband, your kids, and just be a light in this world, like it lights me up. Okay, so, so that's th why coaching for me. <laughs> the thing that I love about what just happened is because, you know, my nephew who's recording this for us, he and I were listening to an audiobook on the way in here. Mm -hmm. And the audiobook was basically, I don't know, 20 minutes of telling us how awesome he was at the beginning. And I get why people do that because they want to establish cre credibility. But one of the best ways that I think, because I think that words can lie, but energy doesn't. Mm. And I love the fact that I ask you the same question that I got asked. And I, I, it elicited a very similar response in me mm -hmm. to where I just like get lit up and I talk about stories and adventures and excitement. And I think that it is so cool watching you light up by lighting other people up. And it's kind of like, I, I don't know uh, it, how many people who have been in church, but there's a lot of times where they'll do this practice of one person's holding a candle and everyone else, and only one candle is lit. And everyone else has candles that are not lit. And then the person right here lights the next person's candle. And then that person lights the next person. Pretty soon, they turn off the lights and it's just a candlelit room and you can see, you can do anything you want. Every candle is lit. Yeah. And that first flame is diminished 0%. That, that first mm -hmm. flame started all of those things. Yeah. And that's what being a coach is. Yeah. And you can always tell real coaches if they just get super excited. And I invite you guys, please watch the video so that you can see Katie's energy. Because I, I know you can hear it through the podcast, <laughs> but guys, when you see her light up, the energy that happens is just so real, and that's what we as coaches do. We're that flame that wants to light your flame, yeah. and we just want you to basically pay it forward. Yeah. And notice some of the things now this is where we'll get into it because I kind of you know if you if you Quentin Tarantino things you kind of give away the end and then tell the story on how you got there um, but if you listen to some crazy things that she was able to say oh when I was on the Ellen show and my international company and then like I, the Kardashians were like bought your product yeah. and were endorsing <laughs> it I mean she she has done this this thing and it's based on the strength of just how incredible her awareness is we talked a lot about awareness but she's mm -hmm. aware of what people need mm -hmm. she's aware okay let me design a product to fill that gap yes but i mean ellen the rachel ray show international company you know let me just oops millions of dollars and we talked a lot about you have to be before you can do do yes. before you can have yes. and i talk about b plus do equals have and you know, listening to your story when we were just having breakfast, I, I realized that, you know, not a lot of your life, if maybe any of your life was just, I want the thing. You're mm. always becoming the person. And yeah. if you guys listen, I, I invite you to rewind the podcast or re rewind the uh, video so you can hear what she said. We're always evolving and you always mm -hmm. have to ask that question mm -hmm. and you're always becoming a new person and she helps that. But let's just talk about, you know, when the lights were going off where you're like, what did I create? When, when you're getting on a show like Ellen and yeah, you're yeah. an international company because yeah. so many people, and you can only lead people as far as you've gone. 
And there's a lot of people who are saying, Katie, please show me the way. How do you do that kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. But when you were just doing it for yourself and you started realizing the momentum and the snowball, what was that like? And when was like the first epiphany for you? And you're like, oh my God, I think I, I think I did it. I think I've created something that is going to change my life forever. When, when, when we're, give me some of those epiphanies. Yeah. So for context, I'm a mother at the time when I started my company, I had just had my second son and I, I was trying to scratch my own itch. I didn't like bath time. It was miserable and it wasn't comfortable for the baby. So if you want to miserable look up, for everyone involved. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to look at my products, it's called Pudge Puj.com. They're incredible, brilliant products. And I was just a product designer and a mother, and I was solving my own problem. So yeah. I, I I create this product literally out of the third bedroom in our house in our, and the garage. We used both. And <laughs> it kind of spread throughout <laughs> the house. <laughs> I I developed this product, but there's one thing to like make a finished prototype it's a whole nother to have like a business and a manufacturer and funding for all of that and distribution and for my kind of product you have minimums of like 10 to 20,000 units Mm. right and I'm I'm just a nobody Greg (laughs) and so how like what was the moment where it broke out for me so to give you context before the breakout Mm -hmm. I was living on food storage and grinding wheat making four loaves of bread a week for my family Rice and beans. Like, I was just really good at it. Because why? Because we were committed to the future that me and my husband wanted to build. Mm. And he had quit his job. And we were working together and, like, taking freelance jobs plus kids. And we didn't have funding. We had debt. So that was helpful, right? (laughs) (laughs) And But we just, we really believed in our vision of what could be possible for us as a family. And there were so many times when I got scared and... I'll tell you maybe that story another time where God taught me, like, you're not building a business, we're building you. Mm. I was like, whoa, that really early on, he helped me realize that. That's so great. And so the, the breakout moment was, I, well, you have to hear the contrast. Mm-hmm. So, you know, food storage, just doing whatever I can to try and get myself out there, take it to a trade show in New York with a very reputable sales rep, bringing in buyers from Target and Costco and Nordstrom. And I'm talking to these people, Greg. I'm pregnant with my third, by the way, sleeping on like a friend of a friend's couch because I can't even afford to get a hotel in New York. But I'm like, this is going to be the moment. This is where it's all going to happen. This is where I'm going to like point to all the naysayers and say, see, I told you so. Mm. I leave that trade show with zero orders. Zero. Lots of looky-loos, lots of questions. Nobody placed an order. Nobody gave me their credit card. Mm. And I, I left that show for the airport and um, to- I'm sorry. Felt like a total failure. Yeah, like so many years of pushing and trying and sacrificing. And I had to go home and tell my family it wasn't going to work, and it was time to stop. And I was just so terrified of that conversation. I remember at the train station, thinking I have to bring something home for my sons. I had two at the time and reached in my pocket. Uh, There were like these really big cookies at the food station. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll get them each a cookie. I only had enough cash to buy one. Um, So let's, we had to start there (laughs) to understand the like exciting moment. It was a year later and I have to tell this critical moment. Uh, I came home and I was like, 
I'm done. I failed. Nobody wants me or my products. It's not going to work. And, you know, we're standing in our cold, messy garage that has all the remnants of prototyping and testing and building and creating and telling my husband, like, it's over. It's game over. We've been trying this for two years. It's game over. And he's like, Katie, no, it's, they didn't tell you no. I said, no, are you listening to me? They told me no. He said, no, they asked you a lot of questions that you didn't have the answers to. I said, yes, where are you going with this? He said, we just need to answer those questions and they'll all buy it. This is Answer those questions and we'll be shipping this product all over the world. That's and so magical. He wow. was like, Katie, they gave us the blueprint. They gave us the blueprint. We know exactly, like before, we didn't know what we were doing. And we made something really cool. But there's, there's a lot more that we need to learn. Yeah. And I'm standing there just so tired from everything. Yeah. Great. Like I wanted to give up. I wanted to throw in the towel. But at the same time, my body was on fire when he said that. I was like, he's right. I was like, okay, I don't know how, we'll do this. Uh, so basically, long story short, uh, fast forward a year later, I'd answered every one of those questions. I'd answered every one of those questions. I knew my stuff. <laughs> I knew my stuff. We took it back to the trade show. This time, everybody who walked into the booth placed an order. <laughs> everybody, everybody placed an order. And there were so many international distributors and uh, chain buyers that they were like, well, you're going to the show in Germany, right? And apparently there was like a global show of what we were at in Germany the next week. My husband left Vegas, flew to Germany because I had to go back and be with the kids. I was weaning my baby at this show. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Um, yeah, so that changed everything for us. And within a year, well, like within a couple months, we were named product of the year by Pregnancy and Newborn magazine. Within six months, we were on the Rachel Ray show and then the Ellen show. And we'd done over a million dollars revenue wholesale of one product. And we were nobody's before then. Nobody's. Like the factories hit go. <laughs> we got funding. It was like lightning struck, striked in that moment. Wow. And it all like everything kicked into place. Like we had everything ready to go, but not, no parts of the machine were moving yet, but they were all there. Mm. And that show, everybody hit go on the machine, if that makes sense. And like all the parts started moving and it just exploded. I, and for anyone listening or watching, and I, guys, you watch the video because her energy is intoxicating and you know that something's, one of, the, one of the things that, you know, just a couple things to unpack for me. Number one is while you're talking, I literally had the phrase happen in my head, oh my God, I'm witnessing magic. Mm. Because you telling that story is a exact personification of what the final percent is. Because, you know, for anyone who has listened to the show for a while, the, the final percent is about, you know, 99% of watching the eclipse and then when you go the final percent it's the difference between night and day it's yeah. an exponential shift yeah and what happened is she got 99% of the way there yeah and she went the final percent most people quit yeah and the other people just don't even start yeah and for whatever reason it was my I, husband like he I, believed in I me I love what your husband said we yeah. just have to answer the questions <laughs> Uh, I, I tell people all the time, you're one conversation away from changing your life. Mm -hmm. um, but witnessing actual, like, just 
magic because those stories i mean that if if we had a, a tfp certification like that is a tfp certified story because it is the personification mm. of that final percent that was the exponential shift yeah and watching your energy yeah. evolve through that story is so incredible what, and you know what bridges the gap in that darkness mm. right between the 99 percent and the final percent like you mm -hmm. said I'm curious what you would say, but I would say it was belief. Yes. I had lost belief in myself mm -hmm. at that point. I say uh, hope starts, faith finishes. Yeah. Because hope is motivation and faith is inspiration. Inspiration is a sense of belonging to something bigger than yourself. And that's why, you know, we have like world-class, you know, spouses. Mm -hmm. um, I can't wait to, your husband's coming to the summit, right? Oh, I don't know. Oh, please. <laughs> okay. get, get him coming because okay. I just, he needs, he needs, like. He needs to be there. He needs to be there. He and does. He's just such an epic human. He and is. He's such a, a, a big part of it. And like we talked about the relationship, especially young entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs are trying to do this thing called entrepreneurship. Yeah. And they're in a relationship where they're married. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm not going to say it's harder I'm going to say it's different than most people think it is. Yeah. Um, I asked Sharon Lecter, she was just on my podcast, and I asked her, what do you think is the secret sauce in being able to uh, be, like, she's been married, I think they're celebrating 42 years or something. So cool, right? Yeah. Um, I said, what's the secret sauce for you and Michael, her husband, mm -hmm. for being just such a powerhouse together? And she said, respect has to be just as important as love. Mm. And so when love inevitably starts coming down just because you're, you're tired or circumstance or this, respect has to step in. Mm -hmm. And I think anybody who listened to the story that you just said, your husband stepping in and, and having a ton of respect in, in your dream and your vision, yeah. internalizing it, making it his own, yeah, but yeah. then having so much respect for you to say, you're not allowed to quit on your dreams. Like, let's just answer those questions everyone's going to buy. Because yeah. he knew who you were. He was, yeah. he was, you know, your little coach right there, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's important. So I'm just curious because you guys have built such an incredible family and you're such great partners in yeah. all things. Yeah. What are some of your, you know, little ninja techniques to sure. help the relationships out there? Yeah. And the married people out there? Because a lot of times people are wrecking either a marriage or a business yes. or sometimes yes. both because yeah. they don't necessarily understand that there's people who've been there before and there's some tools that help get you through those tough times. Yeah. So oftentimes in life we can think things are all or nothing. Mm. And that was kind of my view at a younger age when I say younger, like when I was 22, 23, 24, that's what, how I viewed business and entrepreneurship. And I had seen so many examples of people who had built an incredible business, right? Reached a lot of people and created change in their customer's life, but there was destruction mm. in their own life, in their own family's life. Yeah. And so that was just kind of, like, I was shut off to business and entrepreneurship really early on. And God taught me to ask a different question, Greg. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> because in my mind, it just wasn't an option. I had done really well in school. I'm a product designer, and mm -hmm. I'd gotten a scholarship from General Motors. I'd won oh, wow. national furniture competitions. And when I got married and started having a family, to me, like, I'd closed that door. 
right? Never to be opened again, maybe until my, all my kids are in college or something like that. It's like uh, that saying, if you want to hear God laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you would not believe the opportunities that kept dropping in my lap. I'm talking like global creative director at Nike is saying, can I take your products? And uh, not in like a, I want to take your products, but he was like, hey, this is incredible. What are you doing with it? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just a mom. And he was like, well, I'll go get it manufactured in Asia and we can put this brand on it. I was like, cool. And I was at a baby boutique and I was telling this to the store owner. She attacks me and is like, what are you doing? Uh, these products are incredible. You need to sell them to me. And I was like, oh, I'm just a mom. And she changed my life and was like, look, I know you're really busy, but someday these kids are going to be in school and you're going to wish you'd done something with your gifts and talents. And I knew God had given me gifts and talents. Yes. And I was like, ouch, that's not okay with me. So I'm, I'm like having these experiences where I'm like having all of these opportunities to start a business, but I keep closing myself off to it because like, no, I'm just a mom and I'm a righteous woman and a mother and righteous woman can't also have a business. It just wasn't compatible in my mind. Yeah. And what God taught me was, Katie, you might not see the model or the woman or the person who's living that life, but you're a creator. I've taught you creation and you can create her, the woman who is there and baking bread with her kids on the weekend, which I love to do, <laughs> and is traveling to New York to pitch investors or going to Chicago for a trade show. Like, Wow. You can create that woman. And so instead of asking the question, you know, what should I do or what am I supposed to do as a professional woman? It was just like, no, who do I want to be? Okay, let's be her now then and start taking actions as her right now. So you need to understand, like before we start talking about the spouse thing, you need to understand that building a business had to also mean I was building an incredible family and marriage. That's so That great. was like the only option in my mind. Yes, you, you used the and. <laughs> has to be both it was the only option I was like cool okay I'm gonna do this I don't know what it looks like and then my natural curiosity was like well let's create it yes. and so that was always the mission and and family and God was always the priority right so it was always great. the priority and that meant sometimes I would say no to things and maybe I would miss out on something but I made it to my son's piano recital mm. I don't regret that yeah that's so great yeah. If anything, so, it just made you smile bigger, right? Yeah. When you <laughs> yes. Yes. So, you know, how do you do that? And what are some of the things that we do as a family? And I think especially as a couple. So my husband and I just celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary. Oh, come on. <laughs> that is so great. So incredible, right? Yes, it's incredible. And like we, we celebrated earlier in the week and we were out to dinner at one of our favorite Russian restaurants, just having this incredible meal. And we were, we were later that night, we were like, we should have plan to stay at a hotel you know we have four kids we were planning on just going home and so we were like let's do it later in the week and you know life starts to happen throughout the week and I noticed myself feeling like well I've got client calls the next morning and I have this stuff that I need to do Thursday and I was talking myself out of it Greg mm. without realizing it it was like I'm busy he's busy it's okay and I I caught myself Thursday the day that we had said we were gonna go stay at a hotel just in Portland where we live mm -hmm. and uh, I caught myself and it was like no Katie if you back down from that then you lose your integrity in your relationship right exactly if we right. both said we're gonna go celebrate us and go stay at a hotel and help the kids figure out babysitting and whatever and then we both back down we lose trust in our relationship yeah and I saw what was happening I was like holy cow you better believe this is number one priority and I'll yeah. figure it out. And I did. So like 
yeah, I took some client calls the next morning and he did too. And, and it was incredible because we were able to keep our commitment, right? And do what we had said we were going to do and take time for ourselves. So that's a, a very now example mm-hmm. of what does it mean? It means making commitments and following through on those commitments mm-hmm. and understanding what it actually means to prioritize your marriage. Taking the promises to yourself seriously yeah. as you do to other people. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of a, a lot of people mortgage their future because they're they're trying to please other people in someday. And they're yeah. like, Oh, you know, once I please everyone else, then I'll work on myself. Then I'll have time. You're never gonna have time. No. You gotta make yourself a priority. Yes. That is so yeah. great. Yeah. So let me I'm I'm curious on this and I'm curious on where this part is gonna go. Yeah, me too. Because this <laughs> is uh one of the things that I think um, us as speakers, entrepreneurs, looking for opportunities, wondering which conversations to have. And, uh, I mean, you being a female in the industry, you, yeah. you have this probably far worse than I'm ever going to have it, but how do you deal with trying to figure out people's ulterior motives mm. and understanding where, what conversations to take? Because I just feel like, I know even with me, just as you know, what I've done in our city and different things, mm-hmm. I get so many people saying, oh, we need to do this and you need to do this and you need to do this. And it's not even just you know, being a, you know, an attractive female, mm-hmm. which I'm certainly not. I, if you watch the video, <laughs> I, I have definitive proof. But you, know, you have this added layer of not only being an incredibly successful coach, entrepreneur, mm-hmm. speaker, mm-hmm. And, and like, honestly, because we hadn't re- reconnected, and that was why I bring this up, because I think it's important. Um, I, I gave Katie a very generic uh, message when I tried to reconnect with her, and it was, it was hey, how have you been? We should reconnect, or we should this. Which I that. get those all the time, Literally Greg. all the time. And so I, <laughs> and I ignore them all. I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> she, you know, who is that? You know, so for all the people who are wondering whether or not you should put your face as your profile, probably a good idea so that people can remember you. Um, but I'm just wondering, how do you, what, what's your kind of internal monologue or how do yeah. you go about taking action yeah. on new opportunities? Yeah. So I live a life where I am seeking daily something that I call alignment, mm. where okay. my will and my purpose is aligning with God. Yes. And there's things that I have to do, like eat healthy and get the sleep and the hydration that I need and exercise because, you know, if you're tired and your brain's not functioning and you're hungry, then then that gets in the way of your ability to connect with God. Mm. And so I, I do things like pray and read scriptures and meditate every day to get myself into a place of alignment. When I am aligned, I have a greater discernment of truth right? Mm, Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So in fact, it's a big part of what I feel like I'm doing for my clients is I am creating that alignment on their behalf. I'm a very good litmus test. Is that the right phrase to use? Like when they're talking to me, I can immediately feel, I can feel it in my body where they're off. And Mm. I don't, I might not necessarily know why, but I'm like, that's what we need to start diving into. And I can deconstruct in there. So I lean on that process of alignment and then feeling where that alignment is off I can feel it in my body yeah and it's not just like a it's not just like a hippie spiritual thing like I it's it's an actual thing oh absolutely so 
daily I am creating alignment yes. and I can assess when that alignment is off. So if a snake comes into my world, Greg, you, and snakes you are it. cute and charming, and I used to fall for snakes, mm-hmm. but I have learned that I believe there's goodness in everybody. Mm-hmm. I really do. But the naive younger Katie would fall for that person who wasn't motivated by their goodness. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Their intention was off. And not everybody wants to lead with integrity. Mm. And for me, that's not negotiable. That is definitely true. (laughs) For me, it's just not negotiable. Like life's too short to live a non-integrous life. No, thank you. I know I'm going to be meeting my maker at the end. And something that's always been important to me is being able to experience my full potential. Right? And so I don't have time to waste time with the snake who's going to try and charm me. (laughs) So... Those are the things that I do to kind of get a sense. Does that mean sometimes I still get tricked? Yes. And I learn from that experience and I don't beat myself up over it. Mm -hmm. I don't regret it. I'm like, sweet, this one was a learning experience. Learning, yeah. And we're course correcting here. You either learn or you win. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and that's just something I think because we live in this influencer age, I'm much more, I, I, I think everyone should be able to change the word influence to impact what impact Mm, are you making mm -hmm. and so many people you know will rent the lamborghini rent the car rent Mm -hmm. the this rent Mm -hmm. the that and and they're they're not able to sustain that or they just ruin they mortgage their future to try to sustain too big in the present yeah yeah and i think that you know that's one thing that has been so interesting i i had a, a conversation recently with someone who was i i was interviewing people for my podcast they had filled out trying to be on a podcast Mm -hmm. and they launched into this this pontificating story of how they charge five hundred thousand dollars a month for their coaching and they're on a waiting list and i was Mm -hmm. like i don't like i don't think that's true and i i would i I don't want to put that on my podcast because it was just such an interesting thing to start off with number one but number two it's like you know, Tony Robbins doesn't even do that. And I I feel like if you were able to do that and the demand was there, I would probably know who you are. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just right in that moment, I was, I was very skeptical. And those are, that's that intuition. I always tell people, look, you, you make your red flags, your decision comes from your brain, your heart and your gut. Yes. Your gut a hundred percent of the time is right. Yeah. Yeah. It's always right. 100% of the time. And your heart and your brain are creating a checks and balance system mm-hmm. to see, have you become the person yet that you need to be to be able to follow your gut? Yes. And, you know, sometimes your brain gets tricked. Sometimes your heart gets tricked. Yeah. But your gut knows. Yeah. You're just like, I hope you prove me wrong. There's a lot of times you got to do that. And sometimes people do. They evolve into that. But yeah. I just always find that such an interesting thing because, you know, one of the things I love that Tony Robbins does say, he says, you know, we are drowning uh in information starving for wisdom yeah and so with so much information out Mm -hmm. there you know where do you put your time and the only thing that makes time valuable is the energy you put behind it yeah and i mean that's the first thing that you know i talk about with couples is say you know you can spend 10 hours with your spouse but if you're on your phone the whole time they would rather have 90 minutes over you know wine and a steak dinner or something Mm -hmm. Um, it's the energy behind the time that makes it valuable. Yeah. And so with people like us who are in demand and trying to do different things, it's just like, where do we start putting our energy? 
because sometimes like we don't have very much of it. It's a yeah. finite yeah. resource. So I just, yeah. I always ask that to other entrepreneurs because it's just, and I think I'm doing that for me more than anybody because I'm just like, how do you deal with this? Because I still need help with that. Yeah, you know? yeah. Can I share one other thing that oh, I please, do? please, please. Um, so we live in a very busy, noisy world. Mm -hmm. And when you enter that world, if you are not a centered individual, you can get lost in the chaos of mm -hmm. the noise. Yes. And so part of what my morning practice is, is creating time. Well, I won't tell you yet what that is. There was this time when I was needing an answer. I was at a very critical fork in the road and I needed to know the right answer, Greg. Right. I needed to know what direction to go. And I was on my knees praying to God. I was going to the temple. I was doing prayer and scripture study and he was not giving me the answer. And I was frustrated and I'm like, you know, getting mad at him in my head. I'm like, mm -hmm. where are you? Like, I need clear, definitive direction here. And I'm praying to you, I'm reading scriptures. And do you want to know what the answer he said to me was, Greg? Hmm. Katie, when are you listening? And I was like, that's true. Like I slip out of bed, I rattle off my prayer and then I hop up and I go get my gym clothes on and I run off to the gym mm. and then I come home from the gym and I sit in the driveway and I read my scriptures and make sure I get some verses in and then I run in the house, I get all the kids up, I get everybody off to the school for like two hours. <laughs> it's like, now your turn for the bus and your turn for the bus. And I was like, I'm not listening. So it's an important component to this discernment is are you taking the time to listen? Like we're seeking answers and we're mm. looking for that direction. That's good. Are we listening? Yeah. I, one of my clients asked me, you know, what do you think the purpose of meditation is? And I said to, to turn down the noise. Yeah. Cause you can't hear your inner voice if it's too noisy. Yeah. And that's, and I think, you know, yeah, he's trying to talk to us all the he's time. there. He's there talking to us. We just can't hear him. Yeah. It's just, did you turn down your own volume? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. All right. Give, give the listeners one takeaway on, you know, what, what can they do today to just, you know, make their life better, make their business better, make their anything, just something that you lean on. That's, you know, part of your methodology, your belief system, different things that you have helped uh, your clients with just mm -hmm. what's a good takeaway if someone listens to this portion of the podcast yeah. they could only capture yeah. this thing yeah. what would you give someone you know to make their life just a little bit better than it was before they listened to this yeah so too often we get caught up in the things the tactics the tools the tricks of business Great. and those things have a place they yes. do but they're very secondary yes and what's more important than what you're doing is who you are being yes okay so good yes so oftentimes people are asking the wrong question greg what should I do? What am I supposed to do? It's the mm -hmm. wrong question. You're starting at the wrong point and you're going to be chasing your tail if that's what you're always asking yourself. Exactly right. So we need to start asking the question, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Yes. Who, like what are the gifts and talents that God has given me and how can I use the choice and agency that he has also given me yes. to decide what I want to do with those gifts and talents? And, and that was a place I was getting caught for a long time. I was waiting for God to tell me what to do. And he's like, I did. I gave you agency. Yeah. Choose. And I'm like, but I can't choose. You have the eternal perspective. I don't. I need, I just, I need to know for sure that I'm going to end up at the gates or wherever it yep. is that I need to be. And I just yep. need you to tell me exactly what to do. I'm faithful. I'll do it. And I was like, I did. I gave you agency. Yeah. Choose. 
choose. But I can't. I don't know. It's too scary. Like that moment of realizing the power of agency and choosing. Mm -hmm. And as you choose, your ability to make decisions strengthens. It grows. It grows. You, You learn more. And so I guess I shared two things here. Yes. Start asking that question, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Which that, that in itself, that could be really overwhelming. I don't know, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, that, that's a lot of things. You could do what I did, which mm-hmm. was when I was starting to ask that question really early on in my entrepreneurial journey. I'm a very visual person. I started cutting out pictures up from magazines of what I thought she looked like, the woman that I was trying to become. Wow. And it was this collage of somebody that I didn't see all in one person, in my life, but that didn't mean I couldn't become that woman. And I literally cut out a collage and it was on the back of my mirror. Mm. So every time I opened the bathroom mirror to like brush my teeth or wash my face or put on makeup, I was constantly seeing this visual of who I was choosing to become. And then it's, it's not, it's not even becoming, it's, it's making that decision and choice. Okay. That's who I've said I want to be in my life. Now I'm in this critical moment, right? I'm talking with Greg, or I'm talking with the uh, buyer at Target, or I'm talking with the I, CEO of this company. By the way, I'm really, I'm really glad that I just got put into that. <laughs> <laughs> the buyer at Target or Greg? And, well, I'm, 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 a, I'm a good company. <laughs> and here's the distinction. Like, God is in the now, right? Yes, absolutely. God is in the now. People have no idea the power of the present moment. Yes, And so, yes, I'm creating this visual of future Katie, but future Katie does not stay in the future. And so in those moments right here, I'm asking myself this question, who am I right now as I'm here with Greg? Who do I want to be as I'm here? And making that decision, and and this is the distinction. I'm not faking anything here, Greg. I learned very early on, fake it till you make it. It just doesn't work. Like if you really want to disempower yourself tell yourself that you're faking it yeah right and that you need to be something that you're not yep no the distinction here is i'm not being something that i'm not i'm making a choice Mm -hmm. and and like pulling that into my reality Mm. so this woman that i've created on the back of my mirror every time i was talking to somebody whether it's the fabric manufacturers or the sewers or the store buyers i was constantly before i would get on the phone with them or be in their presence i would have to ask that question who am I? Wow. That's, and then I would have to choose her in that moment and choose her in that moment. Yeah. I, I think, you know, we, we talked a lot about be before you can do, and it it really aligns with that. And I think the aligning, it's so interesting because there's nothing scripted. Just so you guys know, in this, this podcast, we, we started off, I said, is there anything that you don't want me to ask? Is there anything that you do want me to ask? And she said, right now, I'm just passionate about my family. I'm passionate about coaching and everything's on the table. Yeah. And it's just so interesting because there's so many things that align. I often ask my, my clients the same question that I heard from Jim Rohn. And he said, never ask yourself, what am I getting from this? Ask yourself, who am I being because of this? Yeah. So if you're at McDonald's and you become cynical, cool, yeah, you should probably quit. Yeah. But if you're at McDonald's because you're learning all of the things because you want to own one someday, you're becoming a different person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, sitting here, who do I want to be? And asking that not just every so often, but every time you possibly can, mm-hmm. you really change what's possible in your life. So yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
let's just uh, go over your website really quick. How do yeah. we get in touch with you? You can go to katierichardson.com. katierichardson.com. You can hear my story. I mean, you heard it a little bit for 12, 13, 14 years. I was building a physical products business. Yeah. Sold that business five years ago, and now I coach full-time. My magic, Greg, is one-on-one -on -one coaching. That's so and great. every phone call is transformational it's like has generational impact it's it's what i do it's what i'm passionate about and it's about aligning people with true principles That's so, so that they are empowered to make the decision i'm not there to step in and tell any of my clients what to do exactly. but i am there to empower them to develop that skill and take action yeah decisions. i mean how fast can you take action yeah and and, uh, and so what is your podcast name? Because we're going to... Yes, I, I have a podcast. Anybody who's <laughs> listening to this right now, you need to now go over to her podcast. Of course, subscribe, because mm -hmm. she's going to interview me, and we're going to see you know, what kind of crazy questions she's going to ask me and who knows what happens in that one. But yeah. what is your podcast called? It's called what's working now. What's true working principles now. are always true, right? They're eternal. Yes. They're infinite. What changes in it is the environment. Yes. And so people need to understand how to apply the true principles right now. And we talked about the present moment and right. Like mm -hmm. that's where you can create transformation and change and have impact. Absolutely. You can't have impact in the past and you can't have it in the future, but you can have it right now in the moment. So a big part, of my passion is helping people tap into their potential. So what's working now? What's working now? And it's everywhere that podcasts are available. So if they search what's working now or Katie Richardson, yeah. they're going to see you. Curly blonde hair. Curly blonde hair. You know, you know you're in the right place. So uh, go over there. Uh, and check out her podcast. And since you know we're in the, in the same physical space, because normally she's in in Oregon. The, yeah. I thought the only reason that Oregon existed was Bandon Dunes until right now. So <laughs> <laughs> I love golf. So, um, but yeah, let's uh, let's have everyone pop over there, check out what she's got going on. And then another thing for anyone out there, if you are a uh, someone who is in the physical product space. There are a lot of people out there right now coaching in that space. If you thought for a second that you were going to create a physical product and you should call me to be your coach, you're insane. You should call <laughs> this person because you can only lead people as far as you've gone. And that is such a niche market that, you know, she's, she's a master at and it's easy for her because she understands it. She understands the do's and don'ts. And I know that I have a lot of people out there who ask me those questions and I, I give you my best answer, but my best answer may be, you know, a thought that she had 10 years ago and she didn't work. So I would really invite you to uh, talk with her. And then also guys, the 24th, the 25th and the 26th of September, you're going to be able yeah. to come see her live. Yes. Like Katie, Katie.live, Katie's going to be live yeah. in this very hotel. Yeah. We had breakfast here. Uh, we went and saw the space this morning and, you know, just got the energy, you know, prepped for, you know, in 40 days or so, but come see her live because the energy, and again, if you're on, I'm just going to get really quiet. I'm going to get dramatic. If you're listening to the podcast, go watch this video so you can get just a small taste of the oxytocin that happens in your body when you see her speak and then get to the summit, see her live. Because I'm telling you when she was talking and I realized the power of her story, 
I literally had the phrase in my head, I'm witnessing magic. And mm. I truly believe that. So come experience magic with us because that's who she is. Greg, I'm super excited about it. And it's, it's just, an, so it's an honor to sit here and be with you. And thank you for helping me share my story and my message. Oh, it's, trust me, it's very, very appreciated on this. I wish every guest could just come in and slay like you did. Mm. Because, and the reason it's so easy for you is you're just you. And it's so refreshing and it's, it's cool. And I find myself in gross. You're sitting here talking and I'm just like, wow, this is so cool. So <laughs> guys, uh, thank you so much. But go over there. What's working now? And then also go ahead and uh, hop onto her Instagram. Show her some love and support. Um, that is the, the, the name of the game right now. Yeah. We need all the love and support we can get because we think that we're, we're fighting a good fight and, and we want to know what's working now. So if yeah. something that she said or something that I've said uh, is working now, you know, throw a hashtag what's working now underneath uh, the, this video and underneath her video so that we know we should keep on going. And just to be clear, even if you don't do that, we're going to keep on going because we'll we don't going. quit. We don't quit. Right. So we just, and, and again, the, what my takeaway, I'm going to end here, I promise. I'm just excited about this. When her husband said, all we have to do is just answer those questions yeah. and they'll buy, yeah. it, you, were, you were that final percent away. Yeah. And that's powerful. So get around people who try to help you win um, and know what that, that really can do for you. That conversation she had with her husband transformed everything. Yeah. And Greg, this is exactly why people need to come because in mm -hmm. that moment I couldn't believe in myself, but yeah. he believed in me yeah. and I was able to lean on his belief and power through that darkness that's and, so and get to the final percent. And, and that's what you and I do for people too. Like mm -hmm. in those moments of darkness, of fear of the unknown and feeling like a total complete failure and I should just give up. I want everybody who's listening right now to know that I, Katie Richardson, believe in you. Yeah. And in those moments of darkness and doubt, you can lean on me, mm -hmm. lean on me. I know we've never met, but we're connected now. Yes, and we you are. can lean on me because I believe in you. Absolutely. Well, there's not much more to say after that. So this has been the final percent. Oh,